I spent more time boy crazy than I actually spent worried about my glasses. No, literally same. It's ridiculous. Three, two, one, zero. They say the girls have more fun, but they never met the boys. This is boy talk. Boy talk. This is boy talk. Welcome back, bitches. I hope everyone's having an amazing week. I hope you've been having so much fun living in the sun. You know, summer is coming to a slow end. It's almost Christian girl autumn. So I hope you've been soaking up those rays while you can. And we are all ready to have another fun-filled week together. I'm so excited for this episode because my good friend Courtney is going to be joining us. And me and Courtney have been together for years now. And it all started when we went to school together. Um, Funny enough, I met her in college because we were in a statistics course together. And oh my God, y'all, when I tell you it was one of those classes that you cannot forget, like they packed a hundred of us into this room, sat us at tables of eight to 10 and just said, best of luck learning a really hard level of math. And so the hot girls and I at our table, we just band together and we got through it. Like when I tell you there was a system that we had to put in place to ensure that we passed that course, like we did it. And it literally made us all friends. Like I still keep up with like three or four of the girls from that class, but me and Courtney got super duper close after that in that sense. Like we always kept up with each other and it's just been great sense. So Courtney, tell us about yourself. So I just graduated from Kent State like Cody did. Um, I'm a fashion merchandising major, minor in marketing. Right now, I just moved to Cleveland, Ohio, which is crazy because I always grew up in the New York, New Jersey area. And that's crazy too because Cody just moved over to New York City. So we kind of like swapped roles there. Um, but right now I'm working at Barley House in Cleveland. I'm currently looking for a remote social media job. I kind of grew my following on TikTok. Um, like Cody did over the past year during COVID and stuff like that. So I'm trying to build that up and um, we'll see where that takes me. I love that. I love that. Courtney, what's your social media handle so people can follow you? So my TikTok is at it's Courtney Baby. And then my <laughs> my Instagram is at Court Doran. Love that. Love that. Love that. It's so funny, though, because like we both ended up doing TikToks and stuff and all that great stuff. And we had such a great time at Kent. We had such a similar experience in undergrad when it comes to life. So I really am excited because I've got so many questions, especially about college and boys and dating and love and like what it's like and going into a first semester, like trying to remember what it's like to be like that first year freshman, figuring out college. And I just knew, Courtney, you had to come onto the podcast because I knew if someone had advice, it would be you. Yeah, I have definitely had my fair share of college boys and experiences with that. So um, I'm pretty much a trained professional at this point. So thank you for having me on here. <laughs> An absolute certified trained professional. A certified trained professional. And I love it. I love it so much. So let's buckle up and let's get ready because it is time for orientation at Cody State University. And we are going to talk about how to get fucking railed at school. Before we jump right into all this craziness and class gets started, I got to do my shameless plug, everyone. You know, if you're familiar with the podcast, how this goes, I have no one backing this podcast, 100% doing it on my own, just out here raw dogging it. So I need you guys to like, I need you to subscribe, I need you to follow, I need you to share it with your friends on social media. I need those five-star reviews. You guys have the power to push this show. We are growing like crazy, crazy, crazy on Spotify right now. So my Spotify listeners, thank you all so much because if you guys, I'm showing up on people's first page on Spotify. 
fucking crazy. But it's all because of you all. Like, I could not be doing this without you. So your guys' support means the world. And thank you all so much. And let's jump into it, fuckers. So college basics, y'all. Let's get into it. If you didn't go to college, that's okay. We're going to teach you a quick little rundown of what college is like. <laughs> so we're talking about a four-year state college in the United States. And so how colleges work are they're basically like these mega towns that just pop out out of nowhere. So if you go to like a basic college university here, these like schools have a ton of buildings, they have a ton of like living resident halls, etc. But they get formulated in the middle of like almost nowhere most times, basically where they can get cheap land. And then they like build their school up and like they recruit students to come and they have great programs and all of a sudden you have a college town. And they're normally well established, especially if you go to a state college that's been around for a while. So like top 10 schools like OSU, Penn State, those ones everyone knows of, of course. But even Kent State is a pretty big, well-known state school. And it's almost as large as OSU. It's probably like the second or third largest school in Ohio at this point. Um, so it's a really big college, like Canvas. You can't miss it. It's huge. There's tons of resident halls. Like there's like 25 or 26 dorms alone. Like there's a ton of apartments. There's houses, et cetera, et cetera. At these schools, one of the basis is that you have to live on campus for a little while. So some schools, it's like only one year. Other schools, it's two plus years. Um, but our school, like it required that you stayed on campus at least one, if not two years. And so they make you literally live on campus when you first go to college because they want you to be part of it all. They want you to experience, meet other people, et cetera, et cetera. And that's when you get into the dorms. <laughs> so college dorms, oh my Lord. Uh, just some basics. They are um, normally set up where they split them by gender. So like they'll do like guys and girls and like they'll put them like you're either in by room or by floor or sometimes even buildings. And they do have things like at our school, they had some really great programs to help for someone who may not be non-binary or might be, you know, identifying as transgender or going through transitioning stuff at the moment. So like they did work with students who had those special cases, um, which is really great at our school, like to have that inclusivity. But that's normally how they do start it. It's a very much black and white gender-based setup in these dorms. Like you have boys and girls in certain rooms or certain floors or certain dorms. But uh, <laughs> Courtney, you had some fun times in the dorms. You want to tell us a little bit about it? Um, yeah, I did have some fun times in the dorms. I had some good times, some bad times. So when I first, um, my first dorm that I lived in, you're probably like, wait, your first dorm? Yeah, so I lived in um, this really nice luxury style um, dorm room my first semester. Um, there was a bathroom inside this dorm room. It was fairly big compared to the other dorms. Um, but then my roommate ended up being a psychopath. So I had to move to another dorm. And this was like mold city. Like you were bound to find like rats and bed bugs and everything like that. The bathrooms were communal. Um, you had to wear shower shoes. You were not, no, you you just had to. Um, it was nothing like the first one that I was at. So, um, and I would just make sure to like I, so I found my roommate on Facebook and this is, I would not recommend doing that because like I was out of state. So I didn't know anyone. And I was like, Oh, maybe Facebook's a good way to connect, but I would recommend doing like the door matchup. Cause like, then you really know, like, and be honest about those two, because like, if you're messy, like say you're messy, like if you're like, clean like and like like things to be a certain way like say that because otherwise you're gonna get paired with someone you don't want to be paired with 
No, definitely. I think that that's like such a great point about dorms is like the schools try to help you. <laughs> they do. They try to help you match with someone that's going to work out for. But in general, like the living situation isn't always going to be the greatest. And I think that's part of that college experience. It's like there's going to be like you're probably going to get a community bathroom or you're going to have like a really small room and you're going to have to learn how to share it. It might be your first time sharing like a bedroom space with somebody, but it's definitely crazy how different all dorms are. Like I think the second dorm that you were in, I heard got closed at our school. So that's good that they they finally realized like, let's not use that dorm for students. <laughs> yeah, that dorm was also so far like off campus. It was pretty much off campus. It was where like the off campus apartments were. So like it was just so out of the way of everything. It wasn't like an actual freshman experience. Yeah, no, and that sucks when you're a freshman because that freshman experience is so key when you're like living in these dorms. Like I lived in uh, these like certain dorms that were all connected. There were three towers and they connected by a centerpiece. And my first year I was in the one and then my second, third and fourth year, I actually became an RA and I was in the dorms my entire time and I lived in the second building. So I was there all four years in the buildings. Um, <laughs> living in that dorm experience was whack. Um, I had a community bathroom my freshman year and I had a community bathroom even as an RA my first year. And then finally, my second and third year of being an RA, I got an RA suite, which had a private bathroom, which then I was like, I am living lavishly. I was literally being, you know, 20 and using a community bathroom with a bunch of 18 year olds was not my favorite experience, I have to say transparently, but you know what? We all made it work. <laughs> But that's what it's crazy because a lot of people they stay on campus that first year or second year and then they move off campus. Like Courtney, didn't you end up going to apartments? Yeah, so I actually lived um, in an apartment. Technically, we're not supposed to live in an apartment until our junior year, but like everyone somehow like gets out of it. Like if you have like a note or something, you get out of it, um, which I did. And so I lived with my one um, friend who I still talk to like every day. Her name is Macy. She's the fucking best. Um, and we had the best time living in an apartment together. We would have the most insane parties. Our Halloween party that we had got busted within like 30 minutes. Um, we got noise complaints and it was really scary. Everyone started like <laughs> jumping through like my bedroom window to get out because like the way that it was set up, like the living room was here, like my room was on the other side. So everyone just ran towards my window and was like jumping out. But um, yeah, and then I ended up living in a house, which was the old hockey house. Huge mistake. Never live in an old athlete's house, let me tell you. Oh, they're gross. They're messy. It was mold infested. Not ideal. <laughs> Not ideal. That's definitely unideal. But I feel like those are the stories, though, that like it's part of being in college. You know what I mean? Like you have to have messy roommates, messy housing, like it's just part of that college experience, like if you want that real traditional thing. But I think that the one thing that's so cool about college, even with all the housing stuff and all that fun stuff, is everyone is just so excited when they first get there. Like being a freshman and even a sophomore, those first two years, there's just this energy on campus. Like everyone is new. Everyone is excited to be there. They're, everyone's coming from different places. Like you're meeting people from different countries, different states, different backgrounds. It's just this like melting pot which i hate using that term but also like it it just really is like it's just melting pot of just new people and just newness and excitement and fun and i don't know it's just something that i've never experienced since like going to college it was like a once in a lifetime thing and it's beautiful when it happens like being in that ex in that environment of just excitement right. i would do anything honestly to go back and be a freshman sophomore again like those were like some of the best times i've ever had oh for sure 
For sure. Like, I, I just remember, like, I think of all the stories that I have from my freshman and sophomore year. And I'm just like, oh, did I do that? <laughs> like, did I? But, like, so we have all this newness going on. We have all this, like, fun and wild and craziness. But I think that, like, <laughs> something that we don't talk about is how college boys are literally the worst because of that. Um, yeah, don't even get me started on college boys. It is an absolute fucking mess. Um, you think at, you know, Kent State, it's a fairly big school. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna come in. There's so many options. I just got out of an extremely toxic high school relationship. I was looking to, you know, do what I had to do to fucking get over that, get under someone else, you know? But you would think that there would be so many options and, there's way more girls at Kent State than guys. So these fucking guys are just thinking that they are like head honcho over here. Like they have all these girls who are like pining over them and they're like medium ugly, like the most mediocre guys ever. Um, like I'm throwing so much shade. But um, I don't know what anyone would expect to happen. I mean, there's a bunch of 18 to 22 year olds in a college town. Um, I mean, it's just a recipe for disaster at that point. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I have to agree with you about how these men who are so, <laughs> they're so average. And because like they, they know, even in the gay community, like I'm telling you, like these gay guys, they would think that because they had all of these options, like because it's the first time that they're not in their little small towns or whatever they were before coming to the school, and they only there was like maybe like three or four gay people there where they came from. They come to this college town, and now there's like actually like hundreds, if not thousands, of gay people in the nearby five mile radius, and they just are going crazy. They're all absolute fuckery, and I'm just so many hormones. So many hormones. It's too many hormones, honestly. No, way too many. Everyone's horny as fuck. Like <laughs> everyone is horny as fuck. Period, end of story. And that is, like, the moral of college boys, I'm telling you. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's crazy to think, like, they put all of us together, like you said. We're 18 to 22 in this little town. And then they expect, what, us not to go fucking crazy with each other? But that's exactly what happens. You just go crazy. But what's funny enough, there are definitely types of college boys. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so, one of my favorites is the frat stars, as I like to call them. Um, these are your super Greek loving people, guys. Um, and it's like great because like these guys coming in, like if they weren't someone in high school, they kind of like got to reinvent themselves and were like, oh, let me join a frat. Like I could be like that cool guy that I never got to be in high school type shit. These are always the kind of guys that I went for, like life to the party um, type shit. So, Cody, do you have any experience with any frat guys? Because I know I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, frat boys definitely liked me. I don't want to give too much info away in this section. I, I can't lie. A lot of them were not out. <laughs> a lot of them were definitely that down low kind of kind of frat boy. Yeah, um, many, and, many a sneak in, sneak out situation. <laughs> occurred in these frat houses for me um so i think i think i'll let you tell, tell some stories here yeah something about just like being in a frat house with like a bunch of other guys and like them like having to sneak out like maybe like wearing like a frat shirt in the morning and like walking across campus or something like something about that just really like got me off for some reason i don't know 
I love a walk of shame. I love I lo a walk of shame. I love a walk of shame. It's not even shame. It's pride. It's a walk of pride. I'm proud of it. I'm proud to yeah, walk, walk out. Yeah, the walk of pride. I should go with the walk of pride. I'm like wearing some blocks, like my short gym shorts, like maybe my heels from last night. And like I'm walking across and like people are beeping at me. No, it's great. But um, yeah, I have a ton of frat boy experiences, but I'm gonna just tell you guys one that's super fresh in my mind. Um, it happened this year, actually. So I was like sort of talking to this one guy. Um, should I say the paternity? Like, am I putting this on blast? I mean, that is totally up to you. You okay, wanna, you so wanna name and shame. <laughs> she said, okay, yes, Pike. Um, and I was like talking to him and like, I didn't realize he liked me. Like we only like hooked up like a couple of times and like, we were drunk and his ex-girlfriend was crazy and kind of just like steered me away from him. So like we ended up stopped, like we stopped talking. Um, we really, we really just would like Snapchat and stuff and then like meet up when we were drunk. Like, so I was like, you know, this is just something super casual, whatever. So we stopped talking. So then his other roommate started hitting me up. They were literally like right next door to each other. Like I could probably do a lunge and touch each other's doors. Like it was crazy. But yeah, so then I hooked up with him and then... Boy number one got really upset about it and it started all this shit <laughs> and now he hates me and he like blocks me on stuff and then I like confronted him about it and he like unblocked me and then so but like yeah and now I'm talking about him on the podcast he's probably gonna see this and be like um what the fuck is wrong with you the sick part is like so before he like found out about like me hooking up with his roommate because we kept it a secret for like months because we didn't want him to find out and like throw a hissy fit I don't know I guess he's super sensitive or whatever um so I confronted him at the bar and then like he unblocked me and stuff and then I went home with him we hooked up again and then the next day is when shit hit the fan and he found out everything and I saw him at brew house which is one of the bars that can and he starts screaming at me like you fucked my roommate and then you like went and tried to get with another one of my frat brothers like in the same house <laughs> like okay sorry um anyways <laughs> let's move on <laughs> I I'm living for this, Courtney. I am living for it. Yeah, it's, he wasn't, it is part, but... No, he wasn't living for it. But, you know, it's part of that college experience. <laughs> no, I know. You have to. You have to. I love that. I literally love that. You're like, move next to frat house. Check. <laughs> Bang out the entire house in a week. Check. <laughs> love it. I love it. I love it. The frat stars are definitely, they're so there though. And like, not like we're totally stereotyping, of course. Like, let's just be transparent. This is very much us stereotyping the type of frat people. So, like, if you're in a frat right now and you're listening and you're like, that's not me, that's not who I am, like, we get it. We do. We do get it. You can be in a frat and not be the very stereotypical frat boy that we are discussing at the moment. But yeah, <laughs> they do exist. Yeah, there are other levels to it. Um, I didn't see them at Kent State, but I'm sure I'm sure there are. <laughs> I'm sure there are. I'm sure they're out there. I happen to not talk to any of them, but the ones <laughs> that I did were very much the stereotype. <laughs> uh, so the other types of college boys I think we can run along into are like, you have studious boys. Like, so we have our frat stars, then we have our studious boys, right? They're kind of like... The ones are actually there to like study and they're actually there to get a job. Right. I never met any of those guys, but. <laughs> I met a couple of them. Um, I never actually like per se made it to a bedroom with any of these ones because they were so focused on like school and stuff. Like they would literally even turn down like getting into bed with somebody because they're like, well, I need to study. And I'm like, respect. Like I that get it. That is like, pretty that's... respectable. Yeah. Like that's cool. And then you have your business boys. <laughs> 
And I, I lump the business boys together because they are the guys who they're trying to act like they're the studious boys, like the ones who are trying to get their like big boy job one day. But they're like quite not there yet. Like they're too busy actually having sex with people. Right, they're like closet whores. Yeah, they're like they don't want people to know they're out there having like a good old time and like railing the school. But they also like are trying to act like they care about school. Like you'll see them in class in their gray sweats with their coffee, talking about how busy they are. But then you're gonna also see them at the bar on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> and they are business boys. They got. They got. They they know how to lay pipe. At least every business boy I've I've slept with, I've been real happy with my business boys. I cannot I cannot lie about it. I'm like this is CEO dick level. Like this is good. <laughs> <laughs> I love that for you. Oh my god. I mean, if they're wearing gray sweatpants, like they're wearing those for a reason. They want to show something off. Like <laughs> of course, of course, the gray sweatpants. I'm like. Oh. Are you flirting with me right now? No, literally. I'm like, oh my God, I feel like attacked. <laughs> and then we have the guys that are for fun only. Um, these are guys that are basically just in college to party and hang out. They're kind of like frat guys, except they're not in a frat. They do everything else um, except, you know, do all those frat activities. They are always at the bars. They would rather party than do schoolwork. I typically go after these guys too. I don't know why. Why do I always go after these guys? I don't know. I feel the, like it's like the guys that like I, the guys that I'm attracted to are like men that like, if I took them home to my parents, they'd be extremely disappointed. <laughs> they'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Courtney, I can't. I can't with you. <laughs> Not the parents being extremely disappointed. Yeah, they'd be like, where did you meet this man? I'd be like, I met him at a bar. But, like, same, and I don't know why I'm like that. I love toxic, emotionally unavailable men who, like, are totally tricks. Like, it's the Sagittarius in us. I'm telling you, it's astrology. It has to be that we both have heavy Sag placements. It has to be. Has it. To it has be. to be. It. And, like, I think it's a great way to explain these fun for, like, fun-only boys, like, the guys who are just there to have a good time in college. Like, we're talking about the guys who, like... They won't join a frat because that's too much work. Exactly, like that, yeah. <laughs> that's too much work. They have to sometimes go to, like, philanthropy or, like, social events, and that's right. too much. Like, like these guys are literally service. just here for fun. Yeah. No, they're strictly there to party. Like, nothing else. Yeah, nothing else but fun. And that they're definitely their own thing. But then we have my favorite, <laughs> which is the college athletes. Ugh. I love me a college athlete boy. Like, if you know me, you know that I've always been into athletes my whole life. I really have been. Um, started in high school. Has not stopped. It's not mandatory, of course. I have definitely learned over my uh, 23 years of experience. I'm into any guy with, like, a penis and a pulse. So, like, you know, the double P is good for me. We get through it. Um, <laughs> but I do, I do find myself, you know, good old athlete once in a while. It's a nice little, you know, change of pace. Yeah. I kind of wish I was, like, more on the athlete side. I feel like in college, you're either, like, you go to, like, go for athletes or you go for, like, the frat guys. Um, those are, like, the main two, like, categories, I feel like. You know what I mean? Like, you're either a frat girl or you're an athlete girl um, or guy. Whatever. You know? Yeah. You're athlete guy or gal person. <laughs> yeah. Whoever. But, yeah, I wish I went for more athletes. They're sexy. I think that there's just something about, like... They're all players, too. It's even hotter. They're such players. It's the toxicness. I think it's, that's what me and Courtney so are having toxic. an epiphany, y'all. We're really realizing that our type is this. Toxic men. Just toxic men. 
I've had a feeling. I've had a feeling for a while that's been my type. Like, I kind of knew. I kind of got a little glance that maybe maybe I like toxic. But now I'm really realizing I spent my whole college career chasing toxic men. Um, so that's... I didn't want to come to terms with it. But you know what? I just have to embrace it at this point. All right, y'all. We are going to move into the next section. So getting railed at school, right? So we're obviously, we've gone through like what college is like. Like you guys checked in, you got to your dorm, you found your hall, you got your class schedule, you met some of the people who live on your floor now. Now you've, you've met some of the guys, you met your options, your type, the men who are out there for you in college, these college boys as we like to call them. So how do we get railed at school? I think first off, <laughs> we have to say this about our university. So our undergrad institute was super sex positive. Like they were all about like safe sex and having sex and being, you know, sexual beings is okay. And like they weren't ever trying to like act like having sex wasn't happening at the college. Like they were very clearly like you are getting fucked here at school most likely. <laughs> and if you are, here's the best practices, which I loved because like at first when I went to school, I wasn't quite thinking about like, oh, I'm gonna go get railed this whole time. I'm gonna learn all these things about like my sexuality and my my preferences and sex. But they were like, you're gonna be having sex, here's condoms. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna be having sex, cool. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna take these condoms. I'm gonna need these fuckers, like great. Um, and I think it's really cool to have a school like that. I've heard from other people like their school is very much opposite where they don't talk about sex and they pretend like it's not happening or it's never discussed. And you see that at like smaller universities or like maybe religious based universities, et cetera, et cetera. But long story short, I think it was awesome to have that environment. Like we kind of always knew like there was options there. And I really think this plays into our tips for success in school. So tip number one is protection, having safe sex. So obviously there's condoms and there's birth control, there's plan B, there's getting tested regularly, but there's lots of ways that you could be having really good safe sex. Uh, Courtney, do you have anything to add there? Um, so I would just like get tested kind of like regularly. You're probably going to have like multiple partners. Um, so I usually try to get tested as much as I can, especially after like new partners and you don't know who they're like also having sex with. Um, another good thing is if you want to get plan B, it's only $10 on Amazon. I would get that in bulk when I was a freshman. Um, yeah, condoms are super important too. Um, I only use them. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I think to be fair, let's put it this way. If you aren't going to use protection, which happens more than not, like let's be real, let's have a real moment on here on Boy Talk. Like if you're not using condoms and you are having an unprotected, riskier sex, that's all fine and dandy, but the next best thing to do is to get tested. So don't be afraid to get tested. I know at our university they did HIV testing for LGBTQ-based people. It was free. It was anonymous. You didn't have like to worry about it. You could just go to the centers and they would provide you with test kits or they would get you tested right there. Same thing with like regular types of testing. You can go to like, we had a student health center, so you could just go there and get tested. And if not, there was Planned Parenthood in our city. Like there are ways to stay safe and practice safe sex on college campuses. So that's tip number one. Just stay safe, stay smart, do what's right for you. Safety looks different for everybody and that's great. Stay safe. 
Yeah. The second big thing that we think will help with school and tips for uh, getting railed while you're there is just consent in general. Most schools do fantastic about having some type of programming for it. Everyone knows a little bit about Title IX. If you've gone to college, you've had to probably do a course on it or have like an intro class about it or they talked about it orientation, hopefully, or something. But consent is always important. It is not optional. You need to get consent, period, end of story. Absolutely. And we're just going to leave that at that. You need to get consent. Absolutely. Then there are dating apps. So if you are looking to meet singles in your area, <laughs> you gotta be on the dating apps. Like I'm telling you in college, because they put you all in this small vicinity, the dating apps are fire. So Courtney, do you have any tips or advice for using dating apps in college? Um, I actually do. So if you're gonna use Tinder, make sure not to put your Venmo in your bio like I did because you will get banned. Um, one day I was like, why is my Tinder working? Um, I couldn't log in. I couldn't even make a new one off like a new phone number and email because like I was just banned for life. Like anytime. So I was like, fuck. I was just trying to get that coin and that dick. Like, can you blame me? I literally cannot with you, girl. That uh, is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> then I had to move to Bumble, which is still pretty good. I mean, I would say I'm a pretty dominant person, so it's nice to be able to, like, actually kind of, like, make the first move with guys like that. Um, so, yeah. But I don't really use too many dating apps anymore, but it's really fun for college when you're trying to meet new people and stuff. Definitely. Definitely agree. I think another big tip for success in college is you have to plan, especially your first two years when you have these sticky situations with roommates. So like if you're in the dorms and you have roommates, like you are probably sleeping like in like two or three feet from your roommate. Like these rooms are small. They're not big. Um, even if you try to like set the furniture up in a way where it feels like the room's divided, it's not truly like you can still see each other, hear each other. Um, and you have to plan, like if you're going to have a friend over, like you got to make sure that your roommate knows, like get the fuck out for the night. Like I need you gone. I need you in the lounge. I need you going to a friend's house. I, you have to have those conversations. So like, don't be afraid to talk to your roommate. Uh, don't be afraid to put it out there that you're going to need the space for yourself. Um, and just having those open conversations. Um, yeah, my roommate was just, I don't know, she wasn't the best. So whenever I would invite like guys over, um, she wasn't too keen on it. She'd be like, oh, I have to study, like whatever. I was more keen to travel my freshman year to someone's else, to someone else's house. I think that has to play with that. I always was talking to like seniors and juniors because I'm just stupid. And I was like, oh, like mm, they're going to be so good to me. Like they're, they're more mature and they, they're going to actually, you know, want to be with me. Uh, no, they're going to graduate in a year. They don't give a hell or rat's ass about me. I was just for fun. I was just the new freshman on campus, Mr. Dummy Dummy. But I remember this one time when I was in the dorms, I was a freshman. I had a guy come over and it was also a weekend that my roommate was there, obviously, hanging out, and my cousin actually had come up to visit me. We were super close, so, like, she always would come up and hang out. So she was there, sleeping on the floor on an air mattress, and then my roommate was in his bed, which he had had bunked, and you could directly see my bed on the ground because it wasn't bunked. And this guy came over, and so he was going to spend the night with us, and he had gone out with us. We had had a good time, whatever, etc., and we were in bed and like things started to get a little, you know, a little touchy touch, a little slide of the hand, a little next thing you know, like it's getting a little heated. I'm like, uh, my cousin is on the floor. <laughs> like this is too much. We, we need to figure this out. And so in a moment of desperation and need for dick, 
I decided that we were going to go use the communal bathroom. And so we went into our community style bathrooms and we picked one of the stalls and just you know, magic was made. It, it was a moment. It was it was a college moment, to say the least. And I would feel more guilty about it and maybe not share it if it wasn't for the fact that, one, I'm totally – I tell you guys everything. Like, it's disgusting. Like, there's no secrets here. We are all friends. And then secondly, when I was an RA for the next three years, the amount of times that I was doing rounds that I would hear shower sex and hear sex in our community bathrooms – I wasn't the only one, fuckers, so I know some of you were also using the pods for that reason, so don't even, don't act like you weren't in those stalls getting railed too. I heard it. I heard it all. <laughs> so long story short, yeah, sometimes, you know, you just gotta do what you gotta do. I know I had friends who even would fuck in the lounges sometimes, which to me, that's Shut even up. riskier. Yes, they would fuck in the round oh lounges. Oh my god, that's risky as fuck. Literally, they would, like, it was even riskier because my building's lounges were glass-walled. Like, there was no hiding what was happening if you were going to fuck in that lounge. But people were doing it, apparently. <laughs> apparently, that was a normal thing. Wow, that is risky as fuck. I don't know why I didn't think of that. <laughs> I love it, though. And it's apparently the stairwells, too, you know? Oh, you just got to yeah. get it in where you can get it in college. But, yeah, try to plan so you can just enjoy having it in the bedroom, perhaps. Maybe shut that door. Know that you're in a locked room. Right. Have a blanket, yeah. you know, those kind of nice moments. Maybe a pillow to, like, bite or have your head slammed into instead of, like, concrete right. or a wall. You know, just things that might make it a little more yeah, fun. Yeah, it's the little things. And then, yeah. So then I think our final tip for success is really just putting yourself out there and having fun. Um, obviously, COVID has changed the world we live in. So, like, this is very much us coming from a, a college experience that didn't involve COVID. But also, like, as the world's getting back to normal, maybe you'll be able to utilize this advice, hopefully. But, like, going to bars, going to parties, going to kickbacks, going to sporting events, going to school events, just meeting new people um, and trying new things and having fun. Like, college is a time to learn about yourself, experiment. I mean, like, not even just sexuality experimenting, but, like, you can be experimenting, like, types of sex you like to have. Like, for me, I definitely tried topping in college just to make sure, like, that's not what I wanted. I definitely topped, like, two guys my freshman year just to really make sure that, like, yeah, for sure, that's not what I want. And that's how I knew, like, yep, your homeboy's a bottom because I hated that. Like, I could do it, and, like, they were happy, and, like, there was, you know, five-star Amazon review on it. But for me, I was like, yeah, I don't think I'd do that again. And that was the beauty of experimenting in college. Like, you can get to do that. Same thing with types of sex. Like, I remember trying to have, like, more intimate sex that was all lovey-dovey and kissy and, like, romantic. And then getting completely degraded. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to stick to the degrading side of Dude, this. That's that the was best. more my speed. Yeah, I realized <laughs> I definitely am more on the degrading side, too, if you could itself from this podcast. Did you find that out in college? Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I just would go for these guys who would kind of be, like, more, I don't know, I just, I like being degraded, but I feel like I also like being like super dominant and like doing it to them. Yes, I love that. And I think that that's beautiful though. Cause like in college you got to really learn that like, I do like being degraded, I like it rough, but I also like doing that back. Mm -hmm. like, come on, that is fucking amazing. And that's what college is about. It's about learning. We're all there to get degrees. And like some of those degrees are not gonna be the paper you walk out with. It's gonna be learning about yourself and who you are and what you want. And I think that's what's beautiful about that. thousand percent. All right, so listener questions. Guys, this section is going away and I'm gonna tell you all really quick why. So I need to make these episodes shorter. Uh, podcast, I think... 
have done best when I've kept it to about 25 to 30 minutes. And some of mine have been hitting 50, y'all. And I know you guys love me and you listen to the 50 minutes, but I'm going to try to shorten these by getting rid of this section. Um, my biggest reason for that is because the episodes are themed off of the questions I've been getting anyways. So like I got a ton about college in the last month with you know the first semester for a lot of people starting this year. And so I was excited to do this podcast episode. So it just doesn't make sense to keep this section. We're just going to get rid of it for now. But what I need you guys to do is this. Please continue to DM me. I use your guys' suggestions for content to make the podcast episodes and decide what I'm going to talk about. So please keep DMing me your questions. I also answer them. It takes me about a week to get through it. I get about 100 to 200 like requests a week from people, which I love talking to you all. So please don't stop. But it takes me about a week, but I do answer them. I do give you guys advice one-on-one. So please continue to ask me questions. I'm here. I'm still here to support you. We're just going to get rid of the section in the podcast. So you can DM me at ocody, so O-H-H-K-O-D-Y on Instagram, or the podcast Instagram, which is boytalk underscore podcast. Can't miss it. You can find me anywhere, and we will continue to chat and have questions answered. Shameless plug. I have to say it again, everyone. Like I said, I don't get paid for this. I'm a broke ass bitch. You don't make no money off of your podcast. I'm so glad you guys love it. And I know that this information is so important. That's why I make it every week. I'm excited to make it all the time. I'm always working on it for you guys. But I need you guys to please leave a review. I need you to like it. I need you to subscribe. I need you to follow it. I need you to share it on social media and tag me. I always shout you guys out if you do. So please, please, please share it. Please leave reviews. Please follow. All that stuff is what's boosting us. Like I said about Spotify earlier, it's all because of you guys. So thank you so much. And with that, fuckers, I think we are at the end of this week's episode. Thank you for attending Cody State University. I hope you had a blast. I hope you have a great semester. I hope you get railed. And thank you so much, Courtney, for joining me. It was amazing to have you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. Yeah, definitely. Where can people follow you at again? So my Instagram is at Court Doran, C-O-U-R-T-D-O-R-A-N. And my TikTok is at It's Courtney Baby. Amazing. So if you guys want to connect with Courtney, go follow her. She has lots and lots of great content. She's gorgeous, absolutely stunning, and she's so much fun. So definitely, definitely check her out. And we will see you next week, bitches. Have a good one. Oh, thank you, Cody. Bye.